Let's put the rad in radical. If you're looking to expand your life, then you've come to the right place. We're Amanda, Ali, and Reina, and each week we're setting the scene to level up our everyday lives in all areas. Mindset, lifestyle, community, and more. And we want you to come with. Are we ready, ladies, to rock and roll or what? That's a thumbs up, which means, guys, it's episode three. You got the three of us for episode three. How great is that? We should do some research on what the number three means. Somebody write us about that. Three of us, episode three. This has to be significant. And three is my favorite number, so I can't help but feel connected to that. Holy snap. Guys, If you remember from episode two, we talked silver linings. And even at the top of this show, we're finding the silver lining in episode three. And we talked so much, guys, and we saw so many great tags. Somebody even shared their pregnancy post uh, and tagged us because the silver lining for all this chaos in 2020 was that she decided to still make a baby. And uh, (laughs) I love that she looped us in, guys. Community is everything. So thank you for all the shares, all that sort of stuff. And in our Ready, Set, Grow section, we love to check in and see how you did the week before. And I know, Raina, you posted about a silver lining, and so did Amanda, and so did I. And so we aren't just spewing advice, going, hey, guys, let's all grow together, but really trying to implement it. And that kind of makes me excited. And especially when somebody's having babies in 2020 with all this chaos, guys, it filled my heart filled my freaking heart. And then to top it all off, we give you the next section. What is rad with the last little bit? So it doesn't even stop there with reflection and growth, but now diving into what's rad. And guys, it's taken me three episodes and these two best friends of mine to like bang my head against the wall. I am now on board with the Gratitude Diaries by Janice Kaplan. So you've heard us talk about it. And I was like, yeah, I'll get to it. And they both said, Allie, you need to read this book. It's about time. I know. I was slow to the draw, guys. Slow to the draw. But i that's all I'm going to say. Guys, go on Audible, anything, download it. I am on board. I am probably a quarter to halfway through. And I'm all up in the highlighting business for this book. So, yes, hurrah for the Gratitude Diaries. You know, and we should really check on that number three. Because it took you three episodes to read the book as well. So there's something happening with the number three, I believe. Just going to lay that out there. Snap. I didn't even think about that. I know. I know. Universe for listening. (laughs) Next level. My what's rad has to be CBD oil. And I'm going to share the kind that I use and why I use it. And I know that people have this kind of preconceived idea of CBD and oh my gosh, is it ditch weed? Is that like what they're smoking in, in high school and the teen? Like, you know, there's so much like noise around CBD, but there are so many health benefits, including sleep. And I know that we're going into an episode about nighttime routines. And so CBD for me is really crucial in allowing me to get a full night's sleep, especially with my ostomy. It does help with inflammation. It helps with pain and all kinds of health benefits. So I use CBD every single night. Um, I only use Vessel Oils CBD. It's V-E-S-L Oils, O-I-L-S on Instagram or VesselOils.com. Go check them out. Tinctures are amazing. I do the drops every single night and I I swear by it. 
I don't know what you, I mean, I started CBD postpartum and I was having major hormone issues, lots of sleep issues, kids crying, screaming my anxiety through the roof. And <laughs> the tincture has saved my life. Yeah, I not am. even, I, I love that you brought that up, the anxiety piece of it. Again, let's go back to episode two, plot twist. Like there has been so much anxiety in the year of 2020. Like CBD has been so helpful in that case too, just with the anxiety side of things. And do your research, right? Like don't let these kind of news articles or anything that is worrying you and well, what does this mean? Go do your research. I mean, both Raina and myself use it. Um, Amanda, I know you are definitely in the research phase and that's what we're supporting, right? Just do your research, but it has changed sleep for me and anxiety. Vessel is the one I use also. So yeah, bravo, Reina, bravo. I love those what's rad shares. And Ali, I actually want to touch on the gratitude diaries that you just mentioned because I finished it um, a few days ago and it had me in tears. It had me in tears, the perspective that I gained. Um, I'm in a space right now where I need gratitude. It's what's getting me through the days. I know um, we did share that we are committed to doing our Ready, Set, Grow challenges that we offer to all of you to experiment with. And I, I did love expressing my gratitude for this physical being that I get to do life with. And, and it was really a direct result of being so immersed thanks to that book. So I just wanted to say... You, if all of you listeners have been listening for three episodes in and you haven't gotten that book yet, you know, number three, go and get that book. Here's your sign. <laughs> Here's your sign. Um, but I wanted to share tonight for tonight, today, for um, there is a our bright blue sky outside of your window. I just <laughs> have to. Tell it is so bright. It is so daytime that I have to lower the blinds, but we are discussing our nighttime routines. And so at nighttime, I wanted to share something that I've really been loving for the last, I mean, I guess I want to say year, year and a half-ish, but I found a company when I was walking down um, Main Street, I want to say it is here in Vancouver for a company called the Abnormal Company or the Abnormal Skincare Company. I can't remember the exact name, but the line of skincare products that I was drawn to trying is called The Ordinary. And I use a squalene cleanser. It's a, a squalene-based face cleanser and makeup remover. And I use this every night to just remove any, you know, brow powder, um, mascara, anything that's on my face. And um, I have pretty sensitive skin. I, I am prone to breakouts. And so I've really been enjoying the way that this has helped my skin feel at night. And then I also use the toning solution right afterward with it. And so you can even get um, washable, reusable uh, pads that you can put in the washer or just wash by hand uh, to just kind of sweep it over your face. And then there's meant to be nothing applied after that. So I am somebody who has never had a nighttime routine skincare wise. So I just want to preface by saying, this is what I'm experimenting with. And maybe you're far more versed in that skincare world, but I just know that this has been something I've been enjoying and um, I want to share. So it's called um, the, the company and the brand is called The Ordinary. So check them out on social as well. And, and what was the name of the first product? Squalene, squalene. Five times fast. Three times, three times fast. Squalene, squalene, squalene. And I love <laughs> the packaging, like the minimalist, yes, it's clean really look. I love clean. that. Yeah, yeah, definitely clean. I, like um, I, I find it to be really, even the way that it feels, it's not too heavy. It doesn't feel greasy and strange on my skin, which I really like. And so, yeah, so far so good. 
I love that we're sharing a little bit of everything, but can I just be honest? Adult acne still haunts me, everyone. Like, like I'm wake up and I'm like, I where did you come from, big pimple? I thought that was done in my yeah. teens, and yet it creeps in. And so I love that we're sharing things that work for us because yeah, I'm still I still get adult acne. I definitely can say the same. So I am going to continue experimenting with different things. And I know that for sure my stress and anxiety levels play a role in that as well. So, um, and that time of the month, I mean, all the things. So really this was my share for my nighttime routine. And it's actually what weaves us in really well to episode three that we're talking about today called Good Night. We thought that we would bring to you our nighttime routine for the reason that of course, we will share our good morning, our daytime routines with you in an upcoming episode, but everybody talks about their morning routine. And so we wanted to bring you the nighttime wind down, recenter before a brand new day begins so that we can offer maybe some perspectives of what works for us and how exactly it impacts us to, to set ourselves up for a really great day the next day. And I'll dive right in because I just mentioned these two skincare things that I use when I'm washing my face right before I'm preparing for bed. These are really great, but there's something far more impactful for me that I must bring to light. For me, I am somebody who used to take my cell phone with me into my room night after night. I found it impacted my mindset. It rocked my mood and it made me overwhelmed or anxious or even just staying up too late scrolling for, you know, what could feel like kilometers after a while. And I read a book called The Five Second Rule by Mel Robin maybe three years ago now, and it completely changed the game for my nighttime routine. This phone no longer goes anywhere near our room at night. It stays actually in this office where we record so that I can have distance between myself and the phone. It has allowed me to not scroll social, to not be wondering about what other people are doing and instead just focusing on the present. The other thing that we've loved so far is knowing that if I need an alarm, I can just use my watch and I can set it with no sound, no reminders. There's no social platforms on this watch. And so it just acts as like, literally it's just my clock and it's just my alarm. And that has been huge as well. You know what's insane is my husband and I would watch TikToks and we would watch TikToks and giggle and we'd be like, oh my God, look at this. And then I'd have to send it to someone. But that night I would dream about characters in the TikToks. And I was like, TikTok is invading my dreams. You guys, like, that is- You're like, why am I dreaming of 17 year old boys? Exactly. And it was more like I'm on a boat with the kid from the TikTok and I didn't know what was going on. And I was like, if my dreams are now being clouded because of the social media I'm consuming before bedtime, ixnay on that. I'm exactly with you, Amanda. My phone is gone. But also just your quality of sleep. You know, how much research is there in just like how, like, what do they say? Like hours before bed, you're supposed to just shut all the screens off and you just have like the best quality sleep you ever, you've ever had. We fall asleep with the TV on. So I don't know what that feels like either, but you know, I think there is something to be said for leaving that behind. What time do you guys go to bed? Seriously? Like lights out, shut down. What time? Well, I am an old lady. I will say that I really love waking up early. I have always been an early bird. Morning is my favorite time. I love how cool, calm, quiet it is. So at night, like I'm ready to go to bed at like 
30. I'm so excited to start going to sleep. And my man is absolutely a night owl. So poor kid, because he just has to battle with wanting to stay up a little later. So I will say that for us, we meet our happy middle at like making our way at 10, 10 30, um, 11 at the latest. After that, I start to feel that because I love the morning, because I love waking up early, it starts to compromise the duration. So I, I can't really do later than 1030-ish. Yeah, you know, I'm, I used to say I'm not a morning person and I'm not a night person. I'm a noon person and I still stand behind that. But I've started waking up early, which I love. And I feel like I just genuinely get more done in my day and I just go to bed feeling good. But I was, you know, I'm in a new relationship, newer relationship and have kids with, you know, I had kids before this relationship. And so we were finding that a lot of times, you know, during the day we'd go to work, come home, we've got dinner, all these things. There wasn't a lot of time for like Chad and I. And so we had the idea of just having a household bedtime. <laughs> and this bedtime is at 8 p.m. every single day. And it is when Chad and I go down to the basement and we've, we kind of do our own thing and I can go into that to an extent. And stop, stop, stop. Hello. Oh boy. <laughs> Getting distracted. It's hot in here now. No, but we were finding just, it, it allows us to almost just shut down and turn on that that boyfriend, girlfriend from mom, chaos, busy work day, all of that kind of stuff. It's just an easy transitional shutdown. I love a household 8 p.m. bedtime. How glorious. That you is know, wonderful. The, the teenagers fought it just a little bit, but now they're also, they have their own rooms and their own space. And they're like, okay, at 7.30, they're like, okay, bye, good night. And we're just like, all right, well, let's start at 7.30 then. Like it's, it's our bedtime now at 7.30. I love it. I mean, I, I go to bed right after the kids because for me to get up early and work a full day, you know, I, uh, yeah, I, I need my sleep. And it's just so interesting to me to hear what other people do in their nighttime routines. But it's funny because the time that I used to watch TikToks with my husband, <laughs> we now are trying to actually talk, which is, I know, a crazy concept, but we don't have time during the day. Like, I do not have time to talk about our feelings or connecting or anything like that. You've got work and outside yeah, life work. and kids. Yeah. And it's, we are in survival mode. I'm like, are you good over there, buddy? Good. High five me and let's keep plowing on. Okay. At nighttime though, you know, I, I, I shared it with Raina and Amanda. We always ask this great question. What do you need tomorrow? So Ben and I always kind of finish where like, how was your day? How was your day? And then we're like, okay, what does tomorrow look like? What do you need tomorrow? And we have this great check-in because, you know, I'll say, I'm getting up early. Can you take the kids? Can we do this? And he'll say, I need some time for this. And it has been a game changer because so many times we did not hear each other. Like we, we completely were like, well, I thought you had this. How come this? And it would snowball into some sort of argument. And now just a simple check-in at night has been such a game changer. So I am going to implement an 8 p.m. household bedtime <laughs> and a little bit of a check-in, <laughs> more check -in. Well, Like I said, we, it has slowly over the last several months transitioned. And like there have been evenings at seven o'clock where we're looking around and we're like, you ready to go downstairs? Because it's almost like it's that, that motion of even my foot hitting the stair to come downstairs is like, that's my permission to shut it off. That's my permission to say, okay, the kids are fine. 
work is done. This is fine. That's fine. And now I get to just kind of shut it all off and be in the moment with my boyfriend. And it is this, like, I, I think it is my favorite time of the day because we can stand in front of the sink and he'll put on a funny podcast or we'll watch a YouTube video or we'll just sit and talk. And it's just us laughing and winding down from the day. And it's my favorite time of day for sure. And I love that time in the bathroom by myself to self-care. Like, and so I was going to, cause I know Amanda, you know, talked about the ordinary, but I, you know, I joked about, I think on episode one, I think it was, yeah that if you don't have enough body cream on to slip off your partner, when you come back to bed, you're not creaming enough. And that <laughs> I live for that cream session. Eye cream, nose cream, what? the upper, you guys are disgusting, but you know what I'm saying? I'm saying a lather, a good body butter all over your body. And I take care of sections, the T section. Maybe this is why I have adult acne. I don't know. Somebody. Do you maybe... have like an exact routine that you follow or are you just kind of like slathering cream all over crevices? Oh, well it's, it is, it is every crevice definitely has its own cream and its own compartment and its own time, like certain, certain lip moisturizers, but I love taking time to lather my body in wonderful, glorious creams. And I'm always trying new creams and new eye serums and is serum better than the moisturizer? And it is my girly girl time. And I know, Amanda, you are the same. Like you love your little creams. I do. I love that part of, of the nighttime breakdown. I can't say I can't quite slippery and <laughs> slip and slide. Is that what we called it in episode one? Um, but I, I do, I want to touch on something Raina mentioned, which is the signal, the signal of when it's time to unwind. For us, that signal seems to be around supper time, where we're in, when it's time to start cooking, you know, when it's time to start being in the kitchen together, or one of us is preparing because the other's having a late work night or what it, what, whatever it may be, that's when I start to wean off of my phone. It's when I am unplugging, shutting down from social, work is done for the day. That begins the whole unwind process of preparing stuff, cleaning up afterward, taking care of last minute things that need to be prepared for tomorrow, um, not having the phone anywhere near us. So while the phone isn't uh, in the room with us when we're physically going to bed and putting the creams and washing up before bed, it's actually away from me a long time before that. It may be in this space um, when we start cooking. So that could be around like 6.30, 7 o'clock sometimes. And that's what gives me my night back. That's what gives me the opportunity to recharge after an entire day spent pouring into other people for a living. And I find that when I was neglecting those self-care moments, it was like I was robbing myself of the opportunity to recharge, to be able to do it again tomorrow. Now, every night's not perfect. I can't say that this is textbook night after night, but what I can say is that 95% of the time, that's what I'm gunning for. Well, and I think that while the time with our spouse and having that you know, quality time with them before bed and during bed and all of the things is important, I do believe that that self-care is important too. I as soon as we do our, you know, routine in front of the sink and we're, we kind of, I send him to the bedroom and I say, okay, get ready, go get ready for bed. And I'll be in there in a moment, you know? And, and then I have that meditation and me time where I go through my skincare routine. And while I do it, I have an AirPod in and I'm listening to my book that I'm listening to at the moment, my personal development to kind of wind me down and saying, you are amazing and you are powerful and you're beautiful. And I'm like, I know, I know, I know. While I do my under eye 
cream, right? And then I have this moment as soon as I'm done with my skincare routine where I actually started because of, uh, I think we have a mutual friend, Cindy, who I would love to interview. Um, I started doing this 21 day clearing with her. And so I recorded and then listen every night to this four minute meditation that I recorded. So it's my own voice every single night that I'm listening to in this clearing. It has been the most powerful thing I'm telling you. This sounds ever. amazing. We need I more need, info on this. <laughs> we need lots of info. This is we need to get Cindy. It's, it's a 21 day clearing and it's basically just to kind of clear out any Anything I'm holding on to, any past life stuff, any, you know, just stuff I'm clinging on to. And I'm in day, I think I'm on day six and it's just, it's amazing. And I think that, you know, even after the 21 days, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to find some kind of evening meditation type ritual like that, because it's, I, I, I literally lock myself in my bathroom and Chad's in bed, everybody's gone. And I lock myself in the bedroom or bathroom, put my headphone in and I just listen to that meditation. You know, we're talking a lot about things we do with our partners, but I also know when I was single and for all those single ladies out there, guys, this self-care is essential. Like I'm, I, I am all about this 21 day clearing and listening to our own voices. How powerful is that? Who else do I want to listen to? Me. I want to hear you know, me tell myself this stuff. There's something I've never, you know, I usually will, you, you go to post a story on Instagram and you're, it'll replay, right? And you just hear that voice in your head of your own voice on repeat for two minutes until you get your story posted or whatever it is. Hated that. So I'm like, the thought of listening to my voice in this meditation is going to be awful, but I literally turned off all the lights and I zoned out and I just had that poem or that meditation and I just read it in the most... Ex not excited, but just like deep and believing voice that I possibly could with so much power behind it. And now I listen to it every night and I'm just like, I am woman. Here's the I thing, you know, yeah. Amanda, we're, Amanda and I are freaking out because you guys, we know everything about each other. And I'm Raina, only on day six. It, but Raina, we did not know this. So just so you guys know, we're learning alongside you because Amanda and I and Raina know pretty much everything about this each other. This is new information. You know, <laughs> I felt like I needed to kind of try it out before. I didn't want to try it and then like, or tell you about it. And then two days in be like, I'm seeing things. And like, you know what I mean? I wanted to just get into it and see how it is, but it's, you're going to have to do it for sure. Well, done for a 21 day clearing. That sounds like a really great addition to try out. And to anybody who's saying, well, I don't really have a nighttime routine. I'm actually not sure what works for me. Just know that the only reason maybe we've sort of found things that work for us is because we've worked through things that don't. Unfortunately, so many people feel the pressure of, well, I need to take care of myself and then I need to exercise and I have to drink water and I have to make sure that I'm loving myself and then I have to appreciate my body and then I have to go to work and then I have to be ambitious and driven. You guys, this can feel like a really long drawn out to-do list, but what's important to remember is that you don't need to get it all right and you don't have to have all the answers. You just need to be willing to work with yourself so that you can find those moments where you feel more connected to what's going to serve me tomorrow in, in creating, in, in you know, even designing this entire nighttime routine. Well, doesn't it go back to what do you want your life or day or evening to look like? I feel that for years, I went to bed full of anxiety, full of worry, full of like being in my head, being like, 
and I've shared with you girls before, but just going to bed and being like, you know, having expectation around, is my boyfriend going to do this? Or am I going to think this? Or am I, what's going to happen in the morning? And just all of these thoughts that can flood in at night. I think it's so crucial to have that downtime for yourself. It's that hamster wheel that just sometimes does not shut off. And I know all three of us have talked at length about it. And it, these nighttime routines, you know, I have, I'm interested to know what was a nighttime routine you girls had that does not serve you anymore. So I know Amanda was talking about the phone, but is there anything else? You know, one thing for me that doesn't serve me anymore, which maybe it'll come back, but I used to journal. And I used to journal my complaints. Well, today, so-and-so didn't do this. And, and I used to journal these, like my thoughts and reflections of the day. But when I started to look back at this journal, I was like, I am complaining. And that does not serve my head for me to wind down. Well, go ahead. <laughs> well, for, for me, I felt that something that um, didn't work was kind of what both of you just explained here was the rumination that Raina just expressed with feeling anxious about tomorrow or that conversation that went, didn't go the way you hoped or what's that person thinking about me or all of these thoughts that can consume us to the point that it disrupts our sleep. I found that um, definitely drinking less. For me, I'm not a big drinker in the first place. So um, there was a point where, you know, I, you all know, and I've been very upfront about the fact that I battle depression for a really long time. And for a minute there, you know, bottles of wine were my bestie, not proud, but it really is the truth. And um, I want to be upfront about those things because it would disturb my sleep. It would disrupt my productivity the next day. And honestly, I just always felt groggy and I never really came back to myself because I never gave myself the chance. And so for me, I'm happy to have a glass of wine with pasta and pizza night with my man muffin now and then. I'm also okay with going out for a girl's night and having a drink. But I think one thing for me that I surrendered was just how much alcohol I wasn't taking and having and improving my relationship with it. So that is certainly something I've worked on and have, have found much better. You know, and I, I like that question because I was thinking of what it possibly could be. And I think for me, I, I let go of that need to be busy right? That need to be doing something up until the point where I hit the bed and I closed my eyes and was able to shut it all off, right? I think it just never worked for me. I remember nights where I would grab that glass of wine and then sit down with my laptop and think, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm just going to work and sit and work and work and work until I can't work anymore. And then I'm going to be able to fall asleep because I'm going to have everything out and I will have everything done and accomplished that I needed to get done. And it's going to take till two in the morning. Maybe it might take till three in the morning. And then I go to bed, wake up. And you're just in this vicious cycle of being overworked and you're losing that creative side of everything and the joy and everything. And it's just a vicious cycle. It's funny. The nighttime was when I always felt the most guilt. So piggybacking on all that sort of stuff, that's exactly... I'd be like, well, I didn't do enough of this. I should have been doing this. Oh, mother this. I don't know if it's a female thing. Or, I mean, I can only speak for the gender that houses my body right now, but I just, I wonder if it's a motherhood thing. If it's like, I, my this, nighttime for guilty. This need to take care of everything yes. before, yes. Oh my gosh. And just to, to have those conversations. And Amanda, I'm so with you on that. Like I would ruminate for hours and minutes of my evening going, well, that person must not like me. They didn't do this. How come the text didn't get responded? How, like I would spiral at night. 
a, it's a wild realization to recognize that that's a very self-centered standpoint. And um, that's neither good nor bad. That depends how you receive that, but it's the truth. And I want to offer something that has worked for me for a few years now. And it's particularly what Ali mentioned about when I was single, when I was alone, I did life alone for a long time. I absolutely fancied myself Wonder Woman where I could take on the world alone. And I still believe that I could, but now there's just someone really tall and pretty that I choose to complement my life with. And so that strength is still there with me, but something that helped me overcome those rumination loops was to stop being so self-centered and allow myself to be entrenched by that which is bigger than I am. So this may sound really silly, but stay with me. I made the point to brush my teeth outside, looking up at the sky and at the moon. And I know that sounds really- We did really... not know this either. <laughs> well, it's because nobody does. I haven't really shared that with anybody. But when I go outside and I brush my teeth, that's my me time alone. I take my toothbrush, whether it's standing by a window because maybe it's too cold where I was or um, literally standing on my balcony. I'm living that apartment life and that balcony is right accessible from my, my one level floor. I'll stand outside. I'll look up at the moon. I will inhale the fresh, crisp evening air and I will just- do that sort of mindless moment, that mindless action of brushing with a very engaging moment of looking around me and noticing that all of the little things I'm obsessing over never really mattered. All the things I'm getting angry about are not the big picture and recognizing that I truly am just one star in this colossal cosmos of the world and that tomorrow I'll be able to give back better to my community and realize that I'm part of something bigger and that all the tiny things that keep me up at night are really not worth obsessing over at all. I just visualize. Yeah. I know. And, and I want to, and I want to feel it too, because I imagine that crisp Vancouver air going through your minty fresh lungs as you brush your teeth. <laughs> like how crisp <laughs> and cold is that? I love that so much. What a like just a refreshing, awesome. I should that. share that, shouldn't I? I feel I really I've kept that to myself for years there, but I maybe I should. Should I make a post? We need about a this? photo. Need, okay, yeah. we need a well. We need a photo. I, I just like that because we are so in our own way, and I love that you take a pause in a minute and you know, like we've traveled together. You and I've room been roomies together, Amanda, and you know, and I was now I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, what is she? She didn't brush her teeth in the bathroom. Where did she go? <laughs> I, I, I always make sure to at least like look outside. I know it sounds so silly, but it's just a way for you to get out of the four walls of the bathroom you lock yourself in. And um, oftentimes that can be the place where you brain dump your day privately to yourself by a sink. But I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. It's simply that for me, as somebody who can have anxious tendencies, I needed to find something a bit beyond myself to, to, to simultaneously anchor myself, if that makes sense. I think it does. I think it's amazing. And I think that, I think that I, I don't know, I'm like picturing myself going outside now to try to brush my teeth and passing my children and Chad. And they're like, where are you going outside to brush my teeth? It's fine. Oh, I'm brushing my teeth outside. I am doing this. <laughs> I am the most in my way. Like I'm what an opportunity. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear next episode when you two tell me about your outdoor teeth brushing experience. And to all of our listeners, if you're willing to give that a go, you, you better tag us. Let me know. It, it should be a ready, set, grow segment. Ooh. Maybe next time. 
Okay. Maybe, okay. maybe we make a post and you share a little bit about the teeth brushing outside and why, and then we make that a, a ready, set, grow. But why you like, I just want to go into the ready, set, grow for today. How about that? Oh, yeah. I think it's a good, yes, a good time to transition. You know, I saw the stat the other day that 90% of the things we do every single day are because of habit. And so I think that if there's something in our life that there is uneasiness around or fear around, or you have this lack of routine, I think our ready, set, grow segment for today, we really want to just encourage you guys to establish a new routine for yourself. Whether you have one, share it with us. Or if you don't have one, take something, whether it's brushing your teeth outside or picking a household bedtime or whatever it is, I want to encourage you guys to pick something and share it with us. One great thing about this ready, set, grow is never, never think that we don't listen to you because I will hear something like what Amanda just shared. And I'm going to tell you tonight, I will be brushing my teeth, clearing my thoughts either outside or near the window. And so sometimes whatever you guys as listeners share with us, I'm going to take a morsel and add it to my routine. So let's grow together. That's fantastic. I, I'm so grateful to hear the open-mindedness of the two of you, but beyond that of our listeners, I know that these ready, set, grow challenges that we've been setting out for you for three episodes now has really been an eye-opener for many of you. And just know that we read that, we integrate that. We're, we're you know, only as well-versed in our lives because we're immersed in our lives. So when you take that brave step to share what's going on in yours with these Ready, Set, Grow challenges, we grow too. So don't forget to follow us over at Let's Put the Rad and Radical on our social. Like these posts, share them with your girls, your gang, everybody, and let them know what we are um, out here to do, which is to live an expanded life and grow beyond sort of the ways that maybe we can get stuck. Um, you can also subscribe to our mailing list to get updates on when new episodes land and really just let us know your ready set grow challenge by tagging us and making a post so that we could read that and 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 see where you're at along with us so guys on that note thanks amanda for sharing a little tidbit about your teeth brushing night routine i am doing it and guys tune in next week for another let's put the rad in radical check you later <laughs>